Hi, welcome to Crypto Ramble. I'm Desiree. Today I have two specific privacy related topics to share with you. The first is that Ross Ulbricht, who you might know who that is, he has shared something on Medium from his place in prison where he talks about solving the content issue where you want to have privacy with content due to using encryption, but also you want to make sure that people don't abuse that encryption for things such as child pornography. It's very exciting that he has come up with a possible solution that he calls ZKN, which stands for a zero knowledge artificial neural network and then the second one is just an update about a potential FISA the foreign intelligence surveillance act that bill being looked at amendments for it that talk about how people's internet browsing history whether or not that can be looked at and collected by the government so those are two things I'm gonna be talking about before I get into it I do have a word from a sponsor Bityard is a new Singapore based cryptocurrency exchange whose main focus is on enabling simple trading for its users even with complex contracts the registration process takes less than 90 seconds and all you need is an email or phone number to get started each account gets access to the daily mining feature where just for logging in every day and clicking the mine button you can earn free cryptocurrency as part of their promotions going on currently you can earn cryptocurrency quickly and easily by claiming one usdt just for creating your account and then two usdt for verifying an email and participating in the demo trading feature everyone has the ability to participate and be an affiliate with bityard at bityard.com forward slash kol and you can get your own affiliate link you can get mine by looking in the description below as well and you will then have the ability to demo trade with 100,000 usdt now let's get talking about privacy this trade-off between encryption and privacy and allowing people to possibly abuse that encryption and privacy is one that any privacy promoting organization or person is going to have to think about and allay people's fears when it comes to that stuff because they're both important i see both as a violation of human rights because if you just have no privacy it is going to be abused and then if you have privacy it is also going to be abused and so what ross albrecht has come up with he shared on twitter recently and here you can see zk and a possible solution to the content problem and he was going off of this article that he read it was all the way from 2018 from TechCrunch, where they were talking about child pornography being shared in groups on uh, WhatsApp. I think it's important to note that this could have been stopped without looking at the privacy issue because these groups were displayed in a public list and the human moderation of those groups, like the lists, the links to go into those groups, that wasn't being done efficiently. Luckily, they were alerted. But I think it's important to point that out because a lot of times we have existing measures in place that aren't even being used appropriately. So this is what he was responding to and he talks about combining both artificial intelligence and cryptography. I didn't understand a specific thing he discussed, which was a signed authority, but here's a diagram he has, and this is showing a neural network that also uses encryption. So you have a signature authority, I'm gonna try and explain this as best as I can, that could possibly send a key to a user that the, the user can then use to sign the information. So it's someone who has some content and they want to prove to, I guess, a platform that, hey, my content isn't actually illegal so you could use child pornography as an example but they don't share what the content is so that's why they call it zero knowledge if you watch this channel i'm sure you kind of have an understanding of that already and what happens is that all the nodes on the neural network or simulated neurons that are nodes on the neural network they can parse the inputted information in this case it's a picture 
but they only see particular parts of the picture so they don't actually see the whole thing and then as an aggregate because they're all sending signals down the stream of the neural network they say yes this is harmful content or no this is not harmful content and they do this through training which is how artificial uh, networks work and that's why it simulates the human mind because you can identify a pattern um and then you say yes this is a dog that's an example i've seen a lot when it comes to this stuff and you can train artificial networks to do that the cryptography part of it is that once the signature authority gets enough information from all the different nodes but they can't but the signature authority can't put it together completely to see the original input the original picture in this example they say yes this is actually not illegal piece of content and then they can give a signature to the user that says validates that yes this is not illegal content and the user can then share that with a platform without having actually shown anyone what the content was so this is me just trying to explain how it works i didn't really understand why you would need a signature authority like why you would need a third party actor because he was talking about foundations such as for example wikipedia i believe he mentioned wikimedia and the eff and then users can select these foundations to act as the validators when they input their information into neural networks and then get that signature but nobody actually sees what it was but they can prove that this is not illegal content and this is done through training the network i don't understand why you need a signature authority i, I just don't understand it because i think when you sign well okay if i'm thinking about it i guess the signature authority has to issue the key like the user isn't the one that issues their own key because the signature authority also validates that this is content that is not illegal so they have to have the initial signature you know i just don't understand but you i think you get the concept behind it and it's important to know that this is a concept like this hasn't been built yet and as ross says at the end of his medium post he can't do anything more it's just an idea that someone else could possibly run with but he's ran it past some people and they think that this is something that's feasible that could be built and that's I think extremely exciting. The way he puts it is that you can combine privacy with censorship, which seems impossible in today's day and age, but we're human minds and it all starts with an idea. And so I just think that this is really exciting and I wanted to share that. I'm not going into the specific details of how it works, but if you want, you can go and look at the Medium post. I'll put a link in the description. So the second thing that I wanted to mention was this visa issue this is an article from political house leaders are agreeing to vote on an amendment restricting surveillance of internet browsing so FISA is a Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act and it's all the way from 1978 and it's kind of hard to keep track of all of this but the reason why I'm mentioning it is because the other acts like PRISM that's those surveillance programs or like Patriot Act those kind of fall under it or those are allowed to operate under this initial Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act and that's abused because the government collects information first and then afterwards sometimes they will obtain a warrant in order to go back and look at that information and that's what Edward Snowden talks about a lot in his book it was that the government was already collecting all this data and then retroactively saying that we have a warrant now so let's just go dig something up that we've been collecting on you for years and so there have been amendments to that act uh, over time that reauthorizes domestic surveillance programs and they want to 
put new restrictions on the, the government's ability to monitor Americans internet browsing histories without a warrant that's a direct quote from political the measure is expected to closely mirror one that failed in the Senate and their proposal would require government officials to obtain a court approved warrant before accessing web browsing histories or in an urgent situation to obtain these histories retroactively and get them approved by a judge so I don't really think this is good I just think it's something to note I don't think that this should even be an issue but I think I'm extreme in my ideas about privacy I'm self-aware of that um, and as the previous topic I was talking about like there's a reason that people want to be able to survey surveil others it's not always bad I don't think you should have that right but it's not always bad I just wanted to make a note of this happening so that's what I wanted to share with you today just this possible solution combining cryptography and artificial intelligence put forward by Ross Albrecht I think it solves a very substantial trade-off issue that everyone who's concerned about privacy should have to think about and i'm sure if something like that was built it could be applied across different industries and then also just this note about u.s house leaders going to vote on a bill having to do with internet browsing surveillance and that does affect the rest of the world thank you for watching i hope that that was useful if you like my content please subscribe let me know what you think in the comments below if you can help me understand this issue about the Signature authority more that we appreciated. I left a comment on the medium post about it and I kind of understood a bit more. Give the video a like as well. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. Bye.